0: You know we're talking about the toxic side of perfectionism which is to say there is a healthy side of perfectionism right there's a side of it that actually is healthy and so i want to get your take on it Nick's. So i want to share it but then definitely let's dive into the toxic side and help people overcome it because it's it's doable and most certainly manageable with with the right community and the right set of strategies so Uh, Yeah, let's open up with, I don't know, do do you believe in or do you have a healthy side of perfectionism or do you just look at it as straight up and down toxic, like a bad relationship?
1: I I don't think I necessarily look at toxic, but I do believe there's standards. You feel me? Like, I feel, I don't, I don't know. I don't believe anything can be perfect. There hasn't been anything that I've seen that has been labeled perfect, except for maybe what we deemed as that. Right. So like based off, what are we saying is perfect? And that's, that's why I like, I always go about when it comes to like my niche, when we're talking about creating a brand and creating content and people are like, I want it perfect. I'm like, okay, give me an example of what's perfect. What is exactly perfect? What's a perfect brand? Now, what's, what's a perfect uh, uh, piece of content? Because you don't know what's happening in the back end that will probably make you think different of that that's perfect or not. You know, there's, there's so many different things that go up on social media, brands that are created every single day that go viral, get a bunch of, of, of revenue. And in my, you know, in, in, in my standards, I'm like, how, like, how, well, how did, how did that happen? So after seeing that several times, I'm like, oh, there's nothing, there's nothing really perfect. There's nothing really that is to say you do it like this, this is going to be deemed perfect and this is going to be successful because even when you do get it perfect, does that equal success? right that's that's my whole thing so I don't I don't I've never looked at anything perfect because I've never seen anything that was titled that.
0: I do believe that there is a healthy side of perfectionism right and I know that's why, that might sound crazy to y'all, but it is because the 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 healthy side of perfectionism is the pursuit of doing something great. When you set out to do something with a great level of detail and intentionality and you want to commit your effort, you typically bring out your best, something that probably did not exist before or maybe not how you would normally do it. And so there is good in that. You want to channel that. You want to see how can I continue to take out the best of what I do or what I commit to this process when I want to make something perfect How can I commit to that? How can I make it happen? How can I channel it? How can I keep it going more consistently? But when does it get troubling or when does it become an issue? When it starts crippling you, when it stops you from completing the thing that you set out to do. And so, of course, I I look to examples like Kobe Bryant, right, who knew, like, I want to be as close to perfect as possible. I'm not looking to achieve perfection, but I want the pursuit of perfection because it does something to your approach and your mentality and what you what you do as you, you aim to achieve the thing that you want to achieve. So as someone who openly and I've always said it, overthinking and perfectionism has big been a big Achilles heel for me. But I can say that after all my years going through it, there is a healthy side of it and it's typically the beginning. It's that it's that intense focus, that detail orientation that you'll bring to a project or a task because it, it says something about what you're doing and what you want to do. So I don't know that a lot of people really focus on that side of it because it's a a common issue that everyone struggles with. But for those of you who feel that, yes, that is me. I, I hate that I'm a perfectionist. Love that part of it. Love that it brings out those traits because those are positive traits. And if channeled correctly, they can yield tremendous results. The issue though, and this is the part that we'll dive into now because this is the more the more common one, like we talked about. The issue though is when it becomes crippling, when when you overexhaust it, when you put it in areas it doesn't belong, because it becomes problematic. So I, I did want to share that perspective, Nick, because it, it is a necessary ingredient too. Like it, it helps you to start and and bring something or find things that most people overlook. And why does that happen? Well, because you have a level of perfection. I I would dare say you have a level of, you know, perfectionism in you as well because of some of the things that you find and unlock and put together that most people won't really want to go through the trouble of doing that. And the crazy part is that you love it. Right. Like we've talked a lot where you say, I love what I do. Like there's there's no part of it that feels like work and that's why I don't get tired of it. To me, that's the side of perfectionism or perfection, but it's a healthy side. It's not the crippling side.
1: So I just looked up what uh perfectionism is, right? It says refusal to accept any standard short of perfection. Okay. That really didn't explain anything to me. <laughs> so now, so let's go down this road with rabbit hole. Let's go, let's go down this rabbit hole. What is perfection? The condition and state and quality of being free and as free as possible. From all flaws or defects. Okay. All right. Is that possible? Is that, is that, that's a question to you. I don't, I don't know. Is it,
0: yeah. No, I'll give you the short answer. No, it's not possible. But the start of having that in mind, that's just, that's like, let's cut to the chase. Short answer. No, it's not possible. I, I, I don't think it is. But, but I think the, the beauty of it is to start with that in mind. It's like, wow, you have such great intention. You want to start with that. It, just, just think about it. Something, when you, when you aim to do something really, really, really well, forget, forget perfection, because maybe there is a relationship with the word that is stopping us from seeing the, 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 the point. But when you, when you aim to do something really, really well, just think about how you plan and prepare to do that thing versus when you are going about doing something that like it's whatever to you it can go great and that's good and if it goes terribly bad it is what it is it's not a big deal either there's just a complete difference in approach and so what i'm saying is yes you can you can use that to your advantage i just don't want people to say and see themselves as people who are perfectionists and they see it as a completely bad thing cuz it because it's not it's it's just you letting that cripple you for too long. You know, you believing that something can actually be free of flaw at at its completion, that will stop you from doing that because now you're forced to start over, over and over, over again. But to start wanting to do that, there's there's a different side of, of people that typically is deployed that can yield tremendous results. But what do you do when you make the first mistake? I think is what determines the healthy side of perfectionism versus the unhealthy or the toxic side of perfectionism. Because you see the first mistake, you see the first flaw, you see the first mess up, you see the... And now, what do you do at that point? Are you the type that's going to use it as part of the art and say, oh, well, what about this? Like, how can I mix this into the user experience to become more connected with my audience or my community or make it a part of the story or are you someone who's just going to crumble the entire paper and throw it off? Like, no, nah, this, this is not going to work. So healthy, toxic.
1: yeah, I, I, I see what you're saying with that now, but that, I like how you put in the spin of there is healthy there. I, I like that because finding the positive in anything is amazing. right? Um, and. Thinking about that, and then I'm going to go to the toxic side as well, it's like it, it's really just how I I like to say is giving that, you know, that battery on your back, the new car smell kind of vibe of like, this is what we're going to do, and this is how it has to look, and this is how it has to be, and this is how it has to feel. It's the energy, right, Is is how I'm receiving the whole, you know, the healthy side of perfectionist is like, what is the energy that you're giving towards the task, the brand, the content, the product service? What is the energy that you're giving it to? Because you want to strive for perfection, which is in your eyes, this certain standards. So I get that. I get that. Now the, the negative side, the toxic side is that when you are too hard on yourself with timeframes, too hard on yourself with resources and Eulers set the standard, but you're saying, damn, this should have happened already, or it should look like this, mm. or it should be this way. Right. And then it stops you because now you're focusing on the negative side where i don't even know and, and and i could be wrong but i don't even know if you put all the details in play for what perfection looked like you just was like it kind of got to look like this i got to make this i got to do it in this time frame and but you didn't put everything in place meaning okay when i start i could go path a path b and path a it looks like this to be perfect. Path B, this is what it looks like to be perfect. In path C, there's going to be some obstacles and then I'm going to do it this way and if I get past that, that's still perfect. You know, you didn't put certain things in place. The second that there's an obstacle, the second that there's there's a situation, you're like, oh, I can't do it. It's not, it's not going to work. Or, ah, I put it out there. No one saw it. Or I feel like no one saw it. So, I'm going to stop. But there, there still needs, like, you still need to put an account for all those things because it could still be perfect in your eyes. It still could be perfect if you added the obstacles to it. If you added getting hit in the mouth real quick, like we all do as as brands, aspiring entrepreneurs, entrepreneurs. However, it is, we all get hit in the mouth with certain situations. Whether the, the site didn't come up the way you visioned it, the logo is missing something, or it doesn't give the right colors like you wanted to, whether the, the piece of content, the audio is a little bit shaky, and you're not, you can't hear the music right, the words aren't on it, the, whatever it is, you didn't put account for that part. But that doesn't mean it still can't be perfect.
0: Yeah, yeah. And it's it's good to start with the the definition, as, as, as you put it, because it's another one of those cases and similar to what we said on the podcast about work-life balance, it typically is a personal definition. And the same, by the way, applies here. It's something that you have to define for yourself because I, I love that quote that says, uh, done is better than perfect when perfect isn't done right mm. and and it's said a lot, and people just kind of skate by it quickly. but really, really think about that for a moment. What's better in your eyes? having something or absolutely nothing, meaning something that's in a work in progress or nothing that's perfect. Mm. and i I love that start because it's saying, hey, maybe your definition of perfect should be an ever evolving. Work in progress. That's perfection. Why, why can't that definition be what perfection is versus the standard definition that typically most people adopt and it keeps them stuck without making any level of progress? Which is if it does not check off every single box of quality assurance, detail, and absolute flaw flawlessness, I'm not going to move forward. Right? It's like, no actually if you want to get to that you might want to start with an imperfect sample so that you can figure out what things you need to correct to eventually get to the point that you want so i have to say it becomes toxic when your definition goes from i'm going to get to perfection to i'm going to start at perfection that that right there like that exact point in the pursuit of perfection is what makes it healthy perfection, toxic perfection. Like I said, I've I'm, I'm dealt with this openly, I, I wanna say at least for 20 years, right? And the the more I dive into it, I am starting to see these different layers because there's so many different layers to this whole thing called perfection. And while I love terminology because it, because it helps us to define some things that we struggle with, that we usually don't know a word for, I also equally dislike terminology because it typically just boxes a multi-layered thing into this one concept. It's like, well, no, there's there's so much that goes into it. It's not just perfectionism and it's terrible, throw it away, don't ever be that thing. No, there's beautiful parts of it. Like we talked about the pursuit and the part in which it starts becoming good versus toxic and and how you can start to actually almost question yourself and say, hey, does this even make sense? And that's what I love about it. Most perfectionists are typically logical people. And when you back logical people to the wall and say, hey, let's really think about this from a logical standpoint, they're like, oh, shoot, you're absolutely right. It doesn't make sense. So they're the easiest to convince when you approach them with a logical approach to saying, all right, let's really think about this from a logical way. And and that's when it helps to unlock it. So that 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 is very important now i do want to go to something that you said which is being almost unforgiving with yourself because you can say all right cool i got my definition i understand the difference between healthy and toxic sides of perfectionism but to to simply just forgive yourself rather quickly so you can get back in the game that's a big part of it too right it's oh I can stay on the healthy side of perfectionism if I make a mistake and I just shrug it off and I get back in the game. But if I make a mistake and I beat myself up for it and I want to almost punish myself for making the mistake because making the mistake wasn't accepted or un- you know whatever it is, you almost in in you almost bring about this personal suffering to make yourself painful what you made rather than just saying, "Oh, okay." Just go, and and the the easiest way to kind of summarize that is the way some people look at what is a loss and what is a lesson. You know, we've we've heard it, and it, it's like, oh no, some people really never see a loss as a loss. It's like, no, I I literally cannot lose because if I don't quit ever, how how is that a loss? So. How? How? Maybe you you can add your take on it next because I, I I do I do like your approach with that, which is I'm learning always, and I forgive myself quickly enough to get back in the game, and I'm not trying to almost cause this self-inflicted harm to pay for the mistake that I made. It's like, what sense does that make?
1: Yeah. So I look at I look at it in two ways, right? One, uh it's funny i'm not we during covid we used to talk about or hinted at stocks all the time right and then we just stopped because we just like i don't have attention span for it right i just i just I just don't have it he gave it away and i i don't have the attention span right but um that there's a phrase that they always say is like you don't You don't ever lose money in the stock market until you take the money out. Right. So I'm bringing that up because I, I think about it literally of, okay, I put money in, the money is still there. Something took a dip, but if I don't take the money out, I didn't lose the money. Right. If I take it at that moment, if I quit at that moment, I lost all that, right? But there is a possibility it goes up, it goes back up. And if I stay invested in what I believe it, it was going to do, it could go back up. I don't lose anything. I'm just in the process of seeing the ups and downs of something that I've invested in. So I, I, I take that same lesson when it comes to building a brand where I'm invested in the brand that I build right? And it's going to take some dips. And we've seen multiple brands, multiple businesses. The second that it takes a dip, it takes a loss in their eyes, right? They quit. They take out, yo, this is not going to work. But there are brands and businesses that have been in the game 10, 12, 15, 20 years, and you're just starting to hear about them because they invested time money resources into that and they said yo as I'm still riding this wave there's going to be some dips in this but I'm too invested I'm too into the game to this for me to just take out all that time all that money and get back either little to nothing from it so it, this is why I always say it's like it's not necessarily a loss because I didn't lose because I didn't stop and quit and put down. Uh, I didn't cancel my GoDaddy uh, a renewal situation for my website. You know I mean, I didn't yeah. I didn't uh, not put out that logo. I did not put out that content piece. It's there. Right. It's out in the public. It's when we completely wipe it out where it's like, oh, I took that L. I I definitely took that L. There's some things that, that me and most have done between projects that is like, oh, that's a big dip. That's, that's bad. That's, that is not working no more. Doesn't mean the whole thing is not working. No, that particular part, that particular branch that particular piece isn't working we know that we replace the piece we try something new we invest time in the brand and not everything part of the brand is going to work it's not nothing always like there is not a human being a a thing that's breathing that doesn't go through some downs Go through some some failures. Go through some some losses in some way, shape, or form. There's there's going to be that. You can't you cannot not start because you want it to be perfect. You cannot not continue because you want because everything from content to products to services to just mental it doesn't matter. Everything takes a dip. Everything!